All right. I hope you're ready. I'm hitting you with a truth bomb today. The real reason why most podcasters never make a dime from their podcast. I hope this isn't you, but if it is, stay tuned and listen up. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and thank you so much for joining me today. Now, the whole goal of podcasting and this podcast specifically is to talk about and show you sort of a roadmap for how to monetize your podcast. I, as a podcast producer for more than six years now, and I have my own podcast production company, and I am so tired of seeing podcasters get stuck in free content creation mode. They are working hard every week. They're putting out content. They're trying to do what they can to promote. They're doing social media. They're doing podcast interviews on other podcasts. And for some reason, which I'm going to tell you, they never get to the point where they can turn on monetization, so to speak. So why is that? And why do podcasters specifically get stuck in free content creation mode? Well, the first thing that you have to realize is, is that many podcasters are coming to the space with what I would call a value proposition. They have a mission and they want to change the world. Now that is good. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with having a value proposition and having a mission and having a vision for how you can impact the masses. We need that to keep our spark going with podcasting. But here's the issue. Most podcasters are not monetized because they are not selling anything. There's nothing that you can get beyond free content for their podcast. And when you create a podcast, you're creating a platform and you're creating the largest organic traffic source that you will probably ever have. And if you have that platform and if you build that platform, but you're not pointing that traffic source to anything that has a buy it now button or that people can actually purchase something from you, you will never monetize. I mean, it only makes sense, right? It's a very logical thing. I was raised in a Christian home, and one of the Bible verses we learn early on, ye have not because ye ask not, right? (laughs) And so it's that same thing. It's like the reason you're not selling anything and the reason your podcast isn't making money is because you have not created anything that's sellable, And it may be confusing for podcasters, and I have podcasters all the time that want to talk about how to monetize their podcast, 
and they just can't see the path clear from what they've begun creating with their content. Maybe they're wanting to share stories. Oh, they love to share stories, and I just want to inspire people and share stories. Well, how do you turn that into monetization? Niches that are more inspirational or aspirational can be harder to monetize than just a typical skill set that you would need for like, you know, marketing or whatever it is you're teaching people how to do. So it can become a little bit muddy many times for the podcaster for every niche to figure out how they're going to fit in monetization. It all begins with selling something. And I recommend when you first start podcasting that the only thing you're trying to do is you want to give away something for free, but you also want to make their uh, make a little bit of an offer as far as something juicier so that you can get people to opt into your email list. And I fully, fully recommend every podcaster focus on how many email collections you're getting each week versus how many downloads that you're getting. I believe it's podcast episode two that we talked about that, the focus of the real metrics versus the vanity metrics in podcasting. And so focusing on how many people opt into your email list. Many podcasts have no call to action at the end of the podcast. So the podcast interview gets done and the person says, hey, thanks for joining us today. We're a weekly podcast. Give us a rating and review on iTunes and come back and join us next week. So there's not even really a clear path for how a listener would take the next steps with you. And it's up to you as a podcaster to really think through this and lay out the pathway that you are going to walk people through to monetization. They're not going to be able to figure it out on their own. So it's up to you to lay it out and then to basically take their hand and walk them through it step by step. Our step by step is focusing on downloads. I mean, uh, email opt-ins versus downloads. That's the real metric. And then once you get to a point where you have something that's converting to get email downloads or email opt-ins rather than downloads, I can't say that correctly today for some reason, but once you're doing that and you're successfully building up your email list, then it's time to start figuring out what you can do to sell something to the people that are listening to your podcast. Now, let me give you some some ideas. The the best thing that you could do is figure out from your overall 30,000 foot view of your your revenue streams for your business and figure out which revenue streams do you want to grow versus which revenue streams do you want to shrink? Many people might have a brick and mortar or a physical private practice location that they want to sort of back away from. They don't want to be tied to the office. They don't want to be tied to a specific location. So maybe they want to grow more of their online presence and they want to do something online. But then you also have to realize that when you're growing something online, you have to determine whether it's going to always involve your time, like you're doing client work, or is there something more automated that you could do? And that's where you begin to see your value ladder. And that's where you begin to lay things out. And this whole podcast episode is really just trying to get you to think about ways that you have a talent, a skill, a resource, something like that, that you could productize and sell. And 
Again, I'm all for creating offers rather than selling products. But if I don't give people the opportunity to buy something from me, then I'm never going to make a sale. And it's the same thing with you. So for many podcasters, consultation tends to be what uh, what they end up doing. They might even start with some small group coaching type uh, sessions. And so what you have to do is you have to figure out how do you productize that? How do you put it into an offer? How do you create something? How do you determine what someone will get and what the price will be? And then from there, you begin to make your pitch for it. So productizing, and when I say productize, the idea is that you don't want to be having to do custom work that requires your time every single time somebody gives you a credit card number, right? That's not scalable. And what you ideally want is to do things that are more scalable so that you can potentially record something once or you can create something once and then you can go sell it multiple times. And then maybe if it involves more of your time, it's going to be a higher ticket item. So think about your niche and your market. What skills do you have that you could sell to those people? Now, I will also say this. Many of you might be in a market where you your business actually serves consumers, but maybe your podcast or the podca- niche that you're podcasting to is actually for your peers more like a B2B type thing versus a B2C type thing right? So what you want to do is you want to figure out, productize what you have to offer. Now, if you are creating systems and you're creating processes for your business and you're setting things up and you have a system that works and you feel like it's replicatable and repeatable, maybe you begin selling access to sort of your digital brain for your business, right? You can begin sort of productizing the things that you're already doing in your business so that other people that are a little further behind you and haven't gotten to the level of success you've had that they can then come in and say, oh my gosh, they've already got all these templates laid out. They've already got all the SOPs laid out. They've already, you know, got their system for how they order products. They already have their system for how they schedule appointments. They already have their system and their framework for how they set their pricing. And those kind of things would be helpful to other peers of yours that are trying to grow the same type of business. So begin thinking about what you have to offer and could you productize something that you're already doing? Many times that's a yes. You know, if you can productize it, even if you had to build a few, uh, maybe three or four different versions of whatever you could productize and one is a more basic model and one is a more middle of the road best value kind of option. And then maybe another one is more the higher end premium. Could you build out three of those products at three different price points and then begin offering them to your clients? There are so many things, especially in now that we've we've been dealing with a pandemic and people are using uh, Zoom for almost everything. They're worshiping over the internet now. They're working out over the internet now. They're seeing therapists over the internet now. Um, they can probably, I mean, think of all the things you could do. You could do interior design virtually. You could do um, a lot of the consultation 
presentations that you do with your clients. Um, you could lead people through DIY versions of what you do. I mean, there's so much that can be done in this day and age. And really your imagination and what your customers will purchase is the only limitation. So I would recommend productizing what you can productize and make it like, here's my package. You don't want to be creating custom packages all the time. And I, I get sometimes clients that are like, oh, well, could you do this? And could you do that? And, you know, could you do the other? Well, and the answer is yes, but I haven't productized that offering yet. And I don't have a system in place to essentially carry out the workload piece of that. So, that's whenever if I get enough clients coming to me saying, can you offer this, then I need to probably productize that as a service and then begin offering it as an upsell. But that sort of productization will keep you from banging your head against the wall with what you're trying to offer and what you're trying to get paid to do. Many people that have a established business have already figured out that maybe uh, whether you're a therapist or whether you're a social worker or, or whatever, they have figured out many times that what they don't necessarily want is a full client load as far as increasing the revenue stream. What they would like to do is something a little more low touch and hands off and doesn't require a one-on-one -on -one exchange of their time. Those are the type things that are scalable. So think about what you could teach someone, what you could lead someone along. A lot of times there's certain niches that are going to be more about accountability. They're going to be more about keep keeping people organized and on track than they are actually teaching a skill set. So maybe you're in a motivation or a weight loss or a increase your, you know, skill set type, you know, niche, whether it's increasing your skill set with writing or with, you know, playing the piano or whatever it is. And many of the things that you can create are building in more accountability than actually showing people how to do it. And so those are the type of things. Think about what you can offer someone. And then what I would do is I would begin soliciting people to beta test what you're trying to do. And maybe you can give them a discount for the beta period or you can walk a, a group through the initial you know, iteration of whatever it is you're creating and get their feedback and then go build the the real one. But these are things that you have to think about whenever you're going to productize. Now, if you're only using your podcast as a lead into your business, then what you need to do is build the content around that. So let's just say I'm a financial advisor and I want to continue doing financial advice, but because of all the regulation and all the things that I can do, I can only share certain a certain type of information with you for free. And then after that, we have to go through and have like sort of an established client, you know, advisor relationship just to meet laws, right? There are those types of niches. So one of the things that you definitely want to do is figure out what type of information you could give to the people that are listening that would help them better understand what you do for your clients. Maybe it's sharing some case studies. Obviously, you know what the disclaimers and disclosures you would have to have to be able to share certain specifics, but sharing how you made um, 
someone's portfolio grow exponentially or how you took them out of a situation where they were getting eaten up with management fees and were able to put it into uh, some sort of a different type of investment. And now they're actually able to build long-term wealth for themselves. Maybe you just need to start an accountability group uh, with people trying to help get them out of debt. Maybe they need help tracking their spending and budgeting and and those sorts of things. I mean, wherever you are in that finance space, you can find a place to plug in a program and people will pay you for that. But your content, if you're looking to grow your local or your actual main business from your podcast, then your podcast content needs to deal with exactly how you are doing it right? It needs to be that someone feels like they're a fly on the wall whenever they're listening to your show. And then that leads to you sort of being the sponsor of your show and saying, if this is the type of help you need and the type of information I share today is the type that you would like to get customized for your specific situation, here's how you work with me further. And then you put it out there. But a lot of people that are podcasting that are that really have openings in their calendar and really have ways they can help people and want to bring more people into their local business are not even advertising it on their podcast. You have to speak up. You have to say, this is the type of work I do. And if you're interested in how I can help you achieve this goal or make this change in your life, here's the way to follow up with me. And so much of the follow-up and the, you know, coming into your, let's just say, top of funnel can be set up and can be automated so that you're getting constant leads. Anytime someone's listening to your podcast, they can just come and basically drop into the top of your funnel and there be sequences set up and autoresponders set up that can then lead them and filter them into where they need to go. So there's so much that can be done once you figure out how to productize something. But let's just make a deal that you're not going to be one of the hundreds of thousands of podcasters out there that are creating free content and don't have a way for anyone to go further with you because you're not selling anything. Don't be one of those people. So my challenge to you is to figure out the monetization, figure out the productization of something you can offer your audience. Maybe you need to ask them, what help do you need? What can I do? Can I just review, you know, can I review something for you? Can I lend my expertise to that? What help do you need from me? And then take that feedback and go productize it and sell it to them. You have to be willing to sell something on your podcast if you want to monetize it. And maybe you say, well, Chris, but yeah, I just want to get sponsors because they just pay me a flat fee and I don't have to sell anything. Well, that's a bunch of horses patootie because it's even more incumbent upon you to sell something if you have sponsors. Why? Because you have to make that product seem desirable to your audience and you have to be as persuasive as you possibly can so that your listeners will go buy that thing. Otherwise, you know what happens to that sponsor? That sponsor goes away and finds a podcast audience that is more responsive. So no matter what, the only way to monetize a podcast is to sell something. You can either sell your stuff, you can sell your existing business, or you can sell other people's stuff. And you can even become an affiliate for other people. If you have a niche that has <laughs> that it is, has a lot of podcasters in it that are needing podcast production help, 
I'm a great resource for that. And we have a great affiliate program where we pay you a percentage of the monthly amount we bill with your referrals. So you get monthly recurring revenue from affiliates. There are tons of other people that do the same thing, not in my niche, but in, in other types of products and services. So there's a way that you can, even if you don't want to build something yourself, you can sell something and still get the commission and get the benefit from that in the form of monetization. So do not be one of the podcasters that has monetized, has failed to monetize because you don't sell anything. Remember, you have not because you ask not. So that's your quote for the from the Bible today in the King James Version even. So understand selling is a part of any monetizable podcast. And the more you can productize and sort of package what you offer into packages, the less custom work you're going to do and the less overwhelmed you're going to be in order to be able to scale that. So I hope this has been helpful to you today. We talk all about this and other podcast monetization ideas in our Facebook group, Podcast Monetization Secrets. Don't be afraid to jump in over there and join us. And if there's anything you need from your podcast perspective about monetizing or funnel building or anything like that, you can contact me, Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y at teampodcast.com. So hope to see you again very soon. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join and then I'll see you on the inside.